Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Thank <laughs> you. 
जयोम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रज प्रचार्य अष्टोत्तर शतु श्री श्रीमान अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय नामचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहु श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर शिव शि गौर भक्त वृंद की श्री श्री राधा कालाचांद जी की श्री श्री जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा महारानी की जय श्री श्री गौर निताय की जय समेत भक्त वृंद की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय गौर प्रेमानंदे All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Shri Guru and Shri Gauranga. All glories to Shri Prabhupada. Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shri Mati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namine Namaste Sharshati Deve Gauravani Pracharine. निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंचम सरस्वती व्यास कतो जया मुदी नष्ट प्रायशु अभद्रेशु नितं भागवत भगवती उत्तम श्लोके टूगेदर श्री भगवान उवाच आसन आसीन समो काय 
जखासुखम हस्तासंग आधाय स्वनाशाग्र कृतिक्षण श्री भगवान उवाच सम आसन आसीन समुकायो यथसुखम हस्त हस्तासंग आधाय हस हस्तासंग आधाय स्वनाशाग्रकृतिक्षण स्वनाशाग्रकृतिक्षण श्री भगवान समासन आसीन समुकायो यथसुखम हस्तासंग आधाय स्वनाशाग्रकृतिक्षण समासन आसीन समुकायो यथसुखम हस्तासंग आधाय
Sitting with the body straight and erect. Jatha Sukham. Sitting comfortably. Hasto. The two hands. Utsange. On the lap. Adhaya. Placing. Svanasagra. On the tip of one's own nose. Krita focusing Ikshanaha the glance. So this is up to this verse. As I mentioned, these two verses are together. I'll just read the other verse and then we'll go to the translation. Pranasya Sodhayan Margam Pura Kumbhaka Rechakai Bipar Jaya Nepi Sanair Abhyasen Nirjitendriyaha The translation by His Divine Grace, the Prabhupada. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Sitting on a level seat that is not too high or too low, keeping the body straight and erect yet comfortable, placing the two hands on one's lap and focusing the eyes on the tip of one's nose, one should purify the pathways of breathing by practicing the mechanical exercises of Puraka, Kumbhaka and Rechaka. And then one should reverse the procedure Rechaka, Kumbhaka, Puraka. Having fully controlled the senses, one may thus practice pranayama step by step. Please repeat after me. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Sitting on a level seat that is not too high or too low, keeping the body straight and erect, yet comfortable, placing the two hands on one's lap and focusing the eye on the tip of one's nose. One should purify the pathways of breathing by practicing the mechanical exercises of Puraka, Kumbhaka and Rechaka. And then one should reverse the procedure that is Rechaka, Kumbhaka and Puraka. 
having fully controlled the senses having fully controlled the senses one may thus practice pranayam step by step step by step yeah so this chapter is entitled as lord krishna explains the yoga system so <clears throat> purport by shri prabhupada according to this procedure the hands are to be placed on palms upwards one on top of the other thus one may practice pranayam through mechanical breath control in order to achieve steadiness of the mind as stated in the yoga sutra antar lakshyo bahir drishti sthira chitta susangataha the eyes which generally see externally must be turned inward and thus the mind is steadied and fully controlled so <clears throat> sri bhagavan uvacha samo asana asinaha samo kayo jatha sukham hastavu sanga adhaya शनाशाग्र कृतक्षण प्राणसोधयन मग पूरकुंभक विपर्जयनापीशन अभ्यासेजितेन्द्रिय द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेज सेट सीटिंग ऑन ए लेवल सीट दैट इज नॉट टू हाई और टू लो keeping the body straight and erect yet comfortable placing the two hands on one's lap and focusing the eyes on the tip of one's nose one should purify the pathways of breathing by practicing the mechanical exercises of puraka kumbhaka and rechaka and then one should reverse the procedure rechaka kumbhaka puraka having fully controlled the senses one may thus practice pranayam step by step fortunately we don't have to follow this practice this practice this process is meant for the living entities in the age of satyuga the process for purification or process for becoming krishna conscious in satya yuga was dhyana and this is what krishna is explaining the yoga system or dhyana yoga system meditation and through the meditation one is to see the lord in the heart and it's a very very difficult process even in satya yuga it was difficult this process used to take thousands of years for example vishamitra muni vishamitra he was practicing for 64000 years and then he heard the ankle bells of a celestial damsel and he fell down his meditation broke he became attracted to that apsara and as a result of that the celebrated beauty shakuntala was born 
So we can see how difficult this process is. Sobhari Muni was meditating under water, not to become disturbed. And he saw a fish couple in an intimate relationship. Fell down. Meditation. So Krishna explains the process here. And here he is actually explaining three processes, mainly two processes. One is the pranayama and the pratyahara. Ashtanga Yoga has eight different limbs, angas. Ashta means eight, anga means limb. So Ashtanga Yoga has eight different limbs or eight different stages, starting from Yama, which means external purification. Then Niyama, internal purification. Then the third stage is Asana. Asana means sitting down. Like the idea is, this body is a machine that can enable us to reach our ultimate destination. It's a vehicle that can enable us to reach the ultimate destination. So in order to utilize the vehicle properly, what is the first thing that you have to do? You have to sit down and sit in it. So that asana stage is teaching how to sit in this body properly. Then comes pranayama. And Krishna is explaining here that pranayama process comprises of three steps. Generally we think that breathing comprises of two steps, inhaling and exhaling. But the yoga has another concept of breathing, third, third aspect of breathing. One is rechaka, means exhaling, as Krishna pointed out, rechaka, then umhaka, retaining. You excel and stop your breathing. Just retain. Then puraka, inhaling. It's not just two processes, inhaling and exhaling, but the most important aspect of yoga is the kumbhaka aspect, to retain the prana, life air. The life air is actually keeping the soul in the body, prana. The soul tends to go out, prana brings it back. So that is what is happening with our breathing system. And then finally, when the prana leaves the body, the soul leaves the body. Like in Indian in Sanskrit or in Hindi and on Bengali we use the expression. Let's say in Hindi we say pran nikaliya, pran chodiya, meaning the pran is gone out. Pran has gone out means soul has gone out. Because all this while the prana was holding the soul within the body. Now that the prana is uh, gone, 
the soul cannot be kept in the body. So pranayama is the process of retaining this prana air. There are five types of air that's controlling the functionings of the body. They are pran, apan, saman, vayan and udana. Prana is holding the soul in the body. Udana is actually controlling all the excretions from the body. Evacuation, urination, sweating, all these are the activities of the apanavayu. Then samanavayu is controlling the digestive system. Vana, the nervous system, and udana, the circulatory system. So this is how all the functioning of the body is going on by the activities of the five airs. So <clears throat> the yogi, he controls the prana by prana. And by controlling the prana, he actually controls the mind. So now actually we can see that how our Activities of the mind has a close link with our breathing. When one is excited, how does he one how does he breathe? The breathing goes fast. And when one is peaceful, how does he breathe? So this is how we can see that how our mind has its link with our breathing process. So here Prabhupada is using the expression mechanical process. This is a mechanical way of controlling the mind. By controlling the prana, uh, controlling the breathing system, they are controlling the mind. And which eventually means stopping the activities of the mind. That is the purpose of the yoga. Uh, yoga chitta vritti nirodha. Yoga, the process of yoga is actually meant for Chitta Vritti Nirodha. See, the ceasing, stopping the activities of the mind. Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Stop the activities of the mind. Now I say that, as I mentioned at the beginning of the class, that fortunately we don't have to follow that process. Because we have an easier way of controlling the mind. What is our way of controlling the mind? Manmana bhava. We don't have to meditate or go through all this arduous process for thousands of years. All we have to do is just think about Krishna and the mind will become purified. And the purpose of yoga to control the mind, to empty the mind was in order to project it internally where Krishna is situated in the heart. That was the purpose of yoga. And therefore, the controlling of the breathing, that's the fourth state. The fifth state is pratyahar. Pratyahar means withdrawal. Now the breathing has been, through the controlling of the breathing, one learns to empty the mind or control the mind. And now what he is doing, mind is actually the internal sense. And by doing that, mind is controlling the senses. The mind is not allowing the senses to go towards the external direction. 
Normally that is what happens with everyone. Dhyate vishayan pumsha. Dhyate means running. Our senses are constantly running towards vishaya or the objects of the senses. And as a result of that, sangaste shubhajayate, sangaj sangjayate kama. Due to the association of the senses with the objects of the senses, one develops the desire to enjoy those objects of the senses. Kama, lust. And this is how it goes on. Kama at krodha vijayate. Lust leads to anger. Krodhat bhavati sanmoha. Due to anger, one becomes bewildered. Sanmohan Smriti Vibrahma. Due to bewilderment, he loses his memory. Smriti Vibrahma. Smriti Brahmshad Buddhi Nasha. Due to the loss of memory, he loses intelligence. And Buddhi Nasha Pranashati. He is doomed when the intelligence is lost. So you can see, just because the senses are allowed to go to the objects of the senses, the living entities are doomed in this material nature. Therefore, yoga process is trying to withdraw the senses from the objects of the senses, pratyahas. Then only one becomes eligible to meditate. Then comes the sixth step, dhyan. And when the dhyan is fixed, then it is dharana. When the meditation is fixed, meditation means what? There is a saying that actually everyone is meditating. A businessman is meditating on his money. <laughs> uh, in this way, everyone is meditating. A mother is meditating on the child. The servant is meditating on the boss's Wins. So this is how everyone is meditating. So meditation is not a big deal. The consideration is meditating on what? Meditating on who? Meditation means meditating on Krishna. Through the yoga process they meditate on the super soul in the heart. The Lord is present in the heart and by withdrawing his senses and projecting his consciousness, internally he sees the Lord in the heart. But, and then, uh, ultimately, uh, he sees the Lord in the heart. And that also doesn't happen by one's own endeavors. Remember Naradvani in his previous life? He had the darshan of the Lord. The darshan of the Lord in the heart through meditation was so exciting, so uh, joyful, so joyous that Narad Muni wanted to see the Lord again. And he endeavored so much to see Him. And finally the Lord spoke to him, said, Narad, in this life you won't be able to see me. However, in your next life, you'll be born as my associate. So this is how we can see that by yoga process, one cannot actually see the Lord. It is only by the mercy of the Lord, one is able to see the Lord. 
So <clears throat> we can see the ultimate consideration is to see the Lord with the and uh, the purpose of the mind is to think about the Lord or be absorbed in the thoughts of the Lord. So in Krishna consciousness, hmm, we are actually getting a direct access to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We don't have to meditate. We don't have to go through this extraneous process of Ashtanga Yoga. We can just hmm, Vishnu Smarana, just remember. Lord's pastimes. And that's not easy. I mean, that's not difficult. That's easy. Lord's pastimes have been ex- extensively described in scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam. His instructions are available in Bhagavad Gita. So when you meditate on them, we are actually, when you are concentrating on those activities and the instructions of the Lord, our mind is absorbed in the thoughts of the Lord. So that's why this is such a simple process that we found, that we got in this age of Kali. We don't have to go through this arduous process of this Ashtanga Yoga and other things. It's totally unqualified. Hardly anybody is able to even fulfill one aspect. The first consideration as it has been pointed out, Going to a solitary place. Going to a solitary place. Who is able to do that? They want to practice yoga sitting in Dallas in a multi-story building by a yoga teacher who came from India to make some money here. (laughs) So, and that is the yoga system. They are being fooled. Cheaters and the cheated. If one is honest, uh, these people are coming to the West and uh, so-called yoga teachers. They know very well. I mean, if they have studied the yoga system, they know the first consideration is to go to a solitary place. Uh, go away from everything. And there you find a place which is not too high or not too low. And become situated in your yoga asana. And then control your breathing, control your mind. Anyway, our good fortune is that we have found the right process. And susukham kartumapayam. The process of developing one's relationship to the Lord is very joyful. It should be happily executed. And that's the process that Srila Prabhupada so mercifully gave. And it is being recognized all over the world now. People, intelligent class of people are coming forward, accepting this process. So anyway, Srimad Bhagavatam actually gives us the perfect understanding of everything. If somebody wants to speak about yoga, yes, we can speak better than you. Like you may have 25,000 followers, but you do not know the actual objective of the yoga. The real objective of yoga is to become engaged in loving devotional service. Yoginam api sarvesham. What is the highest form of yoga and who is the greatest yogi? 
Joginam of Sarvesham, among all the yogis, Madgatenan Taratmanaha, whose consciousness has been projected onto me, Shuddhavan Hajate Jomam, and one who is rendering devotional service unto me with complete faith. Shraddhavan Bhajate Jomam Same Yukta Tamomadaha. He is the greatest of all yogis because he is most intimately connected to me. The purpose of the yoga is to become connected to the Lord. And who is most intimately connected to him? Not one who is uh, meditating in Himalayan mountaintop for 25,000 years. No. One who is situated in Dallas and rendering devotional service. <laughs> is most intimately connected to All glories to Srila Prabhupada for giving us this wonderful process. Hare Krishna. Thank you all very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Okay, I'll take a few questions. I have. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was so happy to be here and you all took care of me so nicely. Thank you. Narutam Prabhu has a question, let's see. Bhagavad Gita also, Krishna gave, you know, dealt with Ashtanga Yoga because there were different aspects, important aspects of spiritual elevation. So if somebody is more inclined towards that, he'll find his way there. So Bhagavatam is all including everything. As I was mentioning yesterday, the Vedas actually includes everybody. Like even the demons have their ways in the Vedic scriptures. Like they know how to acquire power. Like Ravan was an expert in performing yogya. So Vedas included him. Okay, Ravan, you want to acquire power, power to go against Krishna? Go ahead, give it a try. <laughs> but the thing is, the bottom line is, you should have listened to the first instruction, surrender unto Krishna. <laughs> 
Otherwise, if you don't surrender unto Krishna, whatever you do is simply a waste of time. And that is the bottom line of Srimad Bhagavatam. My question has to do with like, the philosophical systematic explanation. Because we're presenting the books as a, you know, a philosophy that's systematically developing. But now you're kind of breaking that concept and saying that no, it's all inclusive. So if you're, you know, you're if you're if you're somehow attached to um, you know a mechanical system, and I know Prabhupada he points out that this mechanical system is for those who are extremely materialistic. Somebody's extremely materialistic. It's not, you know, like, again, there is a consideration. Bhagavatam has said ten aspects, right? Starting from creation all the way up to surrender unto Krishna. And Jiva Goswami pointed out uh, that in Tattusandarva that it is not that they're step by step they're going from one to the other. The Bhagavatam is deal all, dealing them all in, com- in completion. Like it's not that one is first and the other is second and so forth. It's coming, you know, in, in, to- in totality, according to its objective and purpose. And here we are, Krishna is instructing Uddhava. So it's, it's not that, you know, like, this is another chapter altogether, you know, the instructions that Krishna is giving before departing from this planet. So it is another kind of Bhagavad Gita, another kind of Gita actually. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, last, okay. <laughs> You were saying yama and niyama is internal and external? I'm just wondering if there's any... Yeah, external purification. Okay. The jama aspect mm-hmm. is dealing with purifying the body. Okay. And you see, body is composed of what we eat. Mm-hmm. The purification of body is not only just consisting of taking bath and wearing clean clothes. The purification body goes into what you eat what you do with your body and like the ultimate consideration is don't take contaminated food because then you get a contaminated body get purified food basically they say about food in the mode of goodness for a yogi but with us is food in the mode of pure goodness Krishna Prashant by taking that the body becomes purified and Niyam is the internal consideration that is, you know, say jama is dealing with the gross body, purification of the gross body. Niyam is actually dealing with the purification of the subtle body. I'm just trying to reconcile that because in the Bhagavad Gita class, I was teaching to the students the faculty afterwards, they do, I think, yama as don't and niyama as like do's, like the rules and the regulations. So it's just... I'd like your explanation better, but I'm just kind of yeah. curious how this works. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, literally, you can. Mm-hmm. Literally, you can use that. Mm-hmm. You know, because Yama does mean control. Mm-hmm. 
like sangjama sangjama means like uh, you are controlling and niyam is following the rules so yeah you can say do and don't you can take it that way but with the, when it comes to yoga then it is more like the external purification and internal purification so the internal purification would be like meditation uh internal purification no don't tell a lie okay. right don't commit vi- don't commit violence to others love thy neighbor as thyself <laughs> like all these you know instructions are kind of comprising by doing that the the internal self is becoming purified thank you hari krishna all glories to shila prabhupad and as uh, nitananda prabhu mentioned uh, that uh, that uh, as he was telling that all of you enjoyed so much for my for me being here i enjoyed uh, at least equally <laughs> by being here and yes i'll make it a point to come yeah. Yeah.